0: Of course I'd like to change that bad habit, but I just can't. Or can I? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Talkless Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. We're up to the Parshav Nitzavim, and in the Parshav Nitzavim, we have the directive of teshuva, of Veshav, return to Hashem, get back on the track, out of that rut, reconnect, and get it right. And one of the fundamental elements of tshuva, one of the key uh, details in the recipe of proper tshuva, is clearly the abandonment of the bad behavior. Not good enough to be upset about the past or regret it. That's necessary. But one has to be able to regret, stop, and commit to no longer doing that problematic behavior. But it is often so hard to get out of that rut, off that path, how do we do it? Well, maybe we have to start by looking at how our behaviors form, how our habits form. The term uh, aduk, the Hebrew term aduk, that I believe is the background term for addiction. Actually, as I'm saying this, I don't know if aduk is technically Hebrew or Aramaic, but either way, it would be the ancient Jewish term that is used for being attached to something, and whether it passes the test of being legally or, or medically deemed an addiction, but when you have a behavior to which you're attached, it becomes routine that, to a degree, takes control. And you just do it without even thinking about it. And it's very hard to break out of such behaviors. So, picking a few examples, and of course you got to fill in the particular behavior that you're looking at, but plug in a few examples of behaviors that are just kind of mode. I'm in this rut and I can't get out of it. I'm going to use as two examples today. Um, Quote-unquote real-life situations. One guy that's um, shared, he has been working very hard on keeping kosher. And is overall right there. Kosher products in the home, separation of meat and milk. Cautious about what he eats, but he finds that this one habit. He has not broken one routine that on the way to work, just about every day he passes a Dunkin' Donuts and he does not have the luxury of living in the five towns in New York or Chicago or Baltimore where they have kosher Dunkin' Donuts. Where he lives, there is not a Dunkin kosher Dunkin' Donuts. He's passing this non-kosher Dunkin' Donuts and it's autopilot. His car always turns into that parking lot. He always finds himself eating a donut. And he doesn't want to be eating it, he deems that a non-kosher donut, and he has absolutely no reason to believe it is a healthy way to start his day. Uh, it's not something you find in too many major health diets of make sure to start your day with a donut. It's just not helping him start on the right foot, and it is a breach of the commitment he's trying to make to kosher. And how do I stop it? I just I, I, Every day, as I'm driving down the road, I tell myself today I'm going to skip it and I find myself pulling in over there and with all types of rationale, like in between the moment that he says I'm not turning in and he turns in, he's already thought to himself, well, you know what? They're expecting my business. Or, well, you know what? Well, give me that little extra perk. I'll, I'll be smiling when I get to work. Or, well, you know what? Whatever he fill in the blank, he has determined that it's a good idea and he knows it's ridiculous. It's not a good idea. But there's something, that little evil inclination on his shoulder convincing him, hey, go for it. You'll quit tomorrow, but today enjoy that donut. Parallel. Not all of you can appreciate the donut addiction. Some of you prefer your carrots and celery. But how about the following? Someone has the following scenario. Every time I get together with these three guys, we we kind of meet up with each other once a month, I always end up schmoozing about people and wrong schmoozing about people. We have overlapping clients and probably breaches of ethics, maybe illegal some things I'm sharing. It's certainly illegal from a Torah halachic perspective. Someone I'm sharing is Lashon Hara. I'm not a Lashon Hara speaking guy. I'm not into speaking gossip, but when I'm ever with these three guys, it always happens and I'm always at fault. And I don't want to be. I don't want to be speak it. And every time we're about to get together, I decide today we're not going there. And we always do. So using these two examples, two examples where there's a certain path a person's on and it leads them to trouble. Driving to work, it's okay to drive to work, but he always ends up stopping in that Dunkin' Donuts. Getting together with these three buddies, legitimate, but always ends up in trouble. And the person says, I don't want to go there. Help me break from this tendency. So what would be recommended steps to help protect against this behavior? So clearly, easiest, fastest, uh, most significant would be to avoid the whole situation. You're You're attached to the donut? Don't pass that Dunkin' Donuts. The guy in that first story never gets out of bed in the middle of the night to go run and get a donut. He has never left work early to go get a donut. He has never in the past many months has never picked up a non kosher donut except while en route to work. So find a different route to work. Story number two. This guy doesn't find himself schmoozing wrongly about people, except with these three guys. Hey, find other friends. Easiest. Well, not necessarily. Most most successful it probably would be, but it simply may be out of reach. It's easiest in the fact that if you do that first step, you won't have the second step. If you break from being on that road, you break from those friends, you won't find yourself following through with the wrong behavior. But let's face it, some people may not be willing to go twenty minutes out of the way to find a better route to work. And uh, he may not be able to break from these friends and other aspects of his life that are, are integrally tied with these guys. So let's suggest that you can't break that trigger. You can't break the attachment to the road where the Dunkin' Donuts is. You can't break the attachment to those friends. And of course, if you can, go for that as step number one. But if you can't, we know that in the, the science of habits is that the with brain's working there's certain paths. Once you're on that path, it connects the dots. And when you have that trigger and you're attached to the next step, you can reorient it. You can redirect where that trigger or that cue leads. So let's say, for example, you would be able to develop an association with that Dunkin' Donuts for something other than the donut. Let's imagine that You're not going to be able to get off that road. It's not going to happen. You're not going to convince yourself to go a different route. And your car is turning into that driveway. But imagine you had been able to picture in your mind that store as the place you buy coffee. Let's, again, for our example, let's say he only bought the donuts until now, and now he shifts it to coffee. Don't like coffee? Orange juice. Something other than a donut. And imagine you visualize yourself going into that Dunkin' Donuts, getting a coffee and leaving. And you train yourself on some of those days when you're not going to work. You're on vacation. It's a Sunday morning. Shabbos. Well, Shabbos don't visualize buying the coffee, but you can visualize drinking it in theory. So just visualize that that store is your coffee shop, not your donut shop. Can't get yourself off that route. You're really worried your car is going to autopilot you right in there again but have a different perspective on what that means when you get into that spot. Those three buddies, you're always finding that you get into trouble choosing the wrong things. You're not going to avoid talking to them, but how about having a different association? View those three guys. Hey, they're your buddies. They're probably pretty smart guys. They're your buddies. They're probably pretty talented. What else could you be talking about that would build a conversation that protects against the wrongful conversation. What, what interest do you share? What article could you read in advance? Raise a question. Hey, did you guys notice this article about such and such? Not about so and so, but about such and such. And the common expression out there, little people talk about people, bigger people talk about things. The biggest people talk about ideas, often expressed in the opposite direction, but you get the point. You want to get the conversation shifted away from the people to at least things or even better ideas. You got to do some homework, but do that homework in advance that those three guys picture yourself discussing this other topic with those three guys, something of a professional nature, something of a a societal nature, something of a spiritual nature, this podcast, but discuss something other than people with those guys. And picture yourself in advance. Visualize yourself successfully doing that. Have in your mind's eye that those triggers, those cues, lead you to some other outcome than the problem outcome. Not going to be easy. Certainly much, much more likely to be safe if you simply avoid the cue. But if you've got to have that cue happen, try to see to it that it not connect the problem next step. You have to visualize this pretty intensely, and you have to jump when you have that opportunity. You're in that store, or you're with those guys, right into that coffee, or right into that topic, multiple times. You have to like walk. In. You have to be like make yourself known that when you walk in the store, you're saying, "Hey, uh, I want that extra dark." They, they, they kind of recognize you as the coffee customer. Let it get to the point that they're shocked if you would even ask for the donut. Hey, you want to be even more successful? We talk about in various coaching settings that the more there is a degree to which the party outside of you anticipates your success, the more you want to avoid letting them down. How about the first time you're buying the coffee, tell the guys, hey, donuts are no longer part of my life, but I like you guys, want to give you a business, I only buy coffee. What happens the next day if you opt to buy the donut? (laughs) what was your diet? Tell them you're keeping kosher. Lock into that mood. Hey, guys, like, I I really, uh, after you had a good, meaningful conversation about something other than people, hey, wasn't this just more meaningful than what we usually choose about? That may be tough. But to the degree you can have the accountability, one of the tachless steps, is that there's that A, is the accountability that someone's expecting you to be doing something other than that problem behavior, that will help protect against it. So at least in our coffee example, do that. And again, you've got to plug into your own lives the equivalent of the donut of your story or of the schmoozing of your lives and what else it is that you want to be avoiding. And think back, are there triggers, are there cues that typically connect me from where I am to where I don't want to be and try to find a way, ideally, to avoid that trigger? or to redirect the trigger itself. In so doing, we've got the mitzvah of tshuva of our parsha. and hey, it's less than two weeks from Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah's around the corner. Judgment, big time. know Kippur, the ultimate day of teshuva. We don't want to blow it. We don't want to lose the opportunity. So let's think about those elements that we regret, that we keep falling into. Do a little homework as to what are the potential cues or triggers that move us there, I don't want to be addicted or even attached or a duke. I want to be detached from that outcome. And how am I going to do so? By steering clear or at least having that middle, uh, you know, kind of connecting trigger shift me to somebody else. Do that enough times and that will be our new normal. Our new normal will be that we're coffee drinkers, not donut eaters. We are topic schmoozers, not people schmoozers. And we will be the type of people who can actualize the good behavior we are seeking, eliminate the negative, and be the type of people who will be far more likely to achieve our tackles